Hey, hi, hello. Bonjourno. Jim, you know, you've been there. You know exactly where what language this is. Oh, bonjourno. Itali, or what it was, Italy. That's Italy. what your father, my, that's my right. My dad called it Italy. Yeah, and the reason right. we are saying hello to our Italian friends on the second half of the Financial Straight Talk radio show and the uh, Financial Straight Talk podcast here, Jim, you've been looking at the Amalfi Coast as a vacation yes. destination. If only you could get out of the country, right? Man, I'm telling you, everyone misses it. Uh, the Amalfi Coast, for those that have been there, absolutely an amazing, amazing place. For those that haven't, put it on your list. Uh, it is probably, Sorrento in particular, is probably one of my favorite places on the planet. Uh, great food. It's like, I, I can't even describe how cool it is to be walking through these little streets that have been there since Roman times. I right. mean, just absolutely amazing. A lot Everything of history. About it's cool. A yeah, lot of people man. saying cool things like chow over there, just riding around <laughs> on mopeds with That's sunglasses on, just chow. Smoking cigarettes. A lot of cigarettes. A lot though, of man. cigarettes. Okay. A lot of wine, a lot of pasta. Well, that's the Amalfi Coast. Uh, for our radio listeners, we appreciate you staying with us here on the second half of the radio show. And for our podcast listeners, we thank you for downloading. If you're not subscribed to the Financial Straight Talk podcast, go on your phone to your favorite podcast app and look up Financial Straight Talk with Jim Fox. You'll be able to subscribe to the show and leave us a rating and review if you like. Jim, we're continuing the Building a Better Financial You in 2021 series this week. Last week, we talked about life insurance and the differences between life insurance. And, you know, let's just be honest. It's not the most exciting topic in the world. <laughs> and this week, we're going to go even further talking about taxation. Uh, we're really getting to the meat of this. But uh, we're talking about this from a standpoint of looking out through that front windshield like we talked about earlier. Tax planning for the future can have a huge impact. So one of the key parts of that is deciding whether you want a Roth or a traditional IRA. Jim, people get all kinds of different options on their employer-sponsored plans. Some get more options than others. What's the move here? Is it a Roth or a traditional IRA? Wow, man. There is so much to unpack today when we look at this kind of stuff. And and it's funny because nothing is exciting about this stuff to like 99% of the people, right? Yet for me, it's so cool to talk about that I can accumulate millions of dollars and Uncle Sam can't take it. Like, I love that. I love just knowing that I have that tool at my disposal. But before I get too crazy, let's talk about young Jim. I was skinny. I had dark hair. I mean, I was 25 <laughs> years old, right out of the Marine Corps. And I want A you young to, stud. I can still, and just so you know, I can still put on my dress blue top, right? I can still put it really? on. The really? problem is it's only one arm. That's okay, the that's a, there we go. Yes. <laughs> but when I was a young guy, I remember I would sit down and I would go to these different investment seminars and these like training things. And they would say, yeah, you know, you want to make sure that you put money into a traditional IRA. And the reason you want to do that is because when you get into retirement, you're going to have less income, which means you're going to pay less in taxes. So, you know, I'm a young guy and I'm like, that sounds great. That's awesome. Well, fast forward 23 years, much wiser, a few pounds heavier, a whole lot grayer. <laughs> and here's what I find. Probably 95% of the people that I have that are retired, and that's probably north of 1,500 people, they are all retiring on more 
income than they had when they were working. So and that's Jim, the first the way problem. we illustrate that is when is the time that you spend the most amount of money? Well, it's either on the weekends or on vacation. Like when you're going out to the Amalfi Coast, I'm sure you'll be buying dinner for the wife and the children and spend. And, you know, River loves to eat those expensive steaks. So <laughs> she's that, that little girl. You're raising her right. She's got some good taste. But you have to budget in for the longest vacation that you're ever going to take. You really have to take a look at how much you're going to be spending money-wise because you've got a lot more of a budget time-wise. Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. You have to think through these things. But the problem is, is the system that we had that so many people have heard is broken. So there's two reasons that. One, you're not going to be spending less money. You're going to be spending more, like you just said. Secondly, here's the crazy part. And I wish, this is what I wish we could do. I wish we could show people a graph that I use in my office every single day. And it's the history of taxation. I know it sounds super cool, right? That is, the, <laughs> that is going to be the most exciting movie of the summer. A new blockbuster, <laughs> the history of taxation. But what it shows is, is how taxes rise and fall and rise and fall and how we are currently in the lowest tax environment ever. So the only thing we could really do is go up and up and up in taxation because of all the things that are happening. And I won't turn this into a political podcast, but I want people to understand taxes are going up, which means not only is your cost of living going to go up, right? Because things cost more. Your need for retirement dollars are going to be greater, but you're going to pay more money on those dollars. So that old system of traditional IRAs or tax deferred money being the best thing because you're going to pay less money in taxes in the future. It's just a myth. You are going to pay more money in taxes in retirement than you do today, almost certainly because of all these different factors. So what we want to do today is really break down traditional IRA. Now, I'm going to blow some people's minds here. If you have a 401k, if you have a 403b, if you have a TSP, if you have a 457, and I could go on, Kehoe, SEP, Simple, all these are different versions of tax deferred dollars. What it means is you put the money away today and you get to take that contribution off of your taxes. Sound great, right? It sounds like a great plan. And for so you. this is the traditional IRA. Traditional. The problem is, is all of the money that you put into it, plus all of the gains are taxed as ordinary income. What does ordinary income mean? It means just like you went to work for it, right? Normal taxes. It doesn't get capital gains taxed at a lower amount. You're going to pay full taxes on that money. Now, the other side to that coin is the Roth IRA, okay? Now there's Roth 401ks, there's Roth TSPs. It works differently. You put that money into that Roth version of a 401k, that Roth IRA, whatever it is, you do not get to take the contribution off of your taxes, right? So I want you to think about it, Jerry. It's your net dollars, right? It's the money that has already been taxed. So because it's already been taxed, the money goes into the account. All the gains on it are tax-free. How beautiful is that? Well, I'm feeling pretty good because I've had a Roth IRA. When I first started my retirement accounts at work, I spoke to some of the people around. And luckily enough, I work with financial professionals pretty often. And the consensus advice was, hey, you're a pretty young guy, so go ahead and pay taxes on it now, and you'll never have to worry about it in the future.
And that's exactly, that's what most people need. Now, I can't say everybody because our compliance team would fall off a cliff because I said everyone. <laughs> well, not everybody's a young guy getting started. There it, are some people who have, they're a little bit more seasoned, let's say. It, and, well, and maybe they're at a higher tax bracket. Maybe writing go. off that little bit of extra money is going to lower their tax bracket and, and help them in today's dollars as well. But the key here is to understand there's two very clear types. There is tax deferred and there is tax free. That's what I want you guys to understand. Two very simple approaches. Throw all the numbers at it, throw all the, the little acronyms and all the other stuff at it. There's only two types, tax deferred and tax free when it comes to retirement savings, okay? So when we look at the traditional IRA, we know that any money we put in today is going to be taxed as ordinary income down the road. What does that mean for people like me who are still somewhat young, but to the younger folks is an old guy, right? So I'm still in that magic window of my mid 40s, late 40s, and I have to start thinking to myself, okay, over the course of the next 15 years, over the course of the next 18 years, as I start to use that money, am I going to be better off having tax-free dollars or tax-deferred dollars? And that's where we really have to understand the impact of the traditional IRA. The other side to it is, is sooner or later, Jerry, guess what's going to happen? You're going to die. Right. Mm -hmm. It's 100% guaranteed. And we know that with the Secure Act, right, that, that they passed not very cleanly, mind you, they snuck it into an omnibus bill. It changed the way that your family inherits your IRA money. It used to go on forever, calling it a stretch IRA. Now, instead, guess what they're doing? They're giving them a 10 year window to pull all that money out. Jerry, when you inherit an IRA and you withdraw the money, how is it taxed? Do you remember? Well, it is taxed. I mean, it's your income. I mean, that, that's ordinary income. It exactly. bumps you up into higher tax brackets. And now your life savings that you spent your entire life accumulating and you've left to your children or your loved one, whoever it may be. Now they are having to pay an ultra high tax rate on that because they're being taxed at the uh, what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would say is the ultra rich and wealthy. Yeah, and it, that's why that $400,000 number that gets floated around is a scary number because it's not ultra wealthy. Someone dies, they could leave that in a 401k, an IRA, things like that. We want to be really, really cautious. But this is the way the traditional IRA works. Remember, when I say traditional, I mean tax deferred. 401k, 403b, TSP, on and on and on. So does it make it a bad investment? No, not at all. But you need to be aware of the taxable impact that having a traditional IRA has for you and then make a decision. Now, by comparison, we got to stop and we've got to think about the Roth IRA. Well, first and foremost, you don't get any deductions, like I said before. So that might not be the best thing for you. Now, what's great about what we do for our clients is we always look at our tax map to help us decide, do we go Roth or do we go traditional, right? We're always reviewing the impact on those contributions. Can we save money deferring the income right now? Can we save the money? And if we can't, is it better to go in the Roth, which it normally is, right? So we wanna look at those things. But first and foremost, the Roth IRA is 
going to be your net dollars. Now, here's what's crazy about it, Jerry. You get out to age 59. You get out to age 62, 68, 70. That's when something called provisional income starts to kick in, and that's how Uh, they tax your Social Security. Now, we're trying not to go down weenie radio here, and I feel like I'm wandering in those weeds right now, but I want people to understand – Right now, a Roth IRA and a traditional IRA doesn't seem like a big difference to to most of our young listeners who listen to the podcast. But if you're in your 60s, if you're in your 70s, and you're taking Social Security, let me tell you something. You love the Roth way more than you love the traditional because the Roth does not impact how you get taxed on your Social Security dollars. The traditional IRA, whenever you take money out, either on your own or with RMDs, because in a traditional, you must start taking distributions at age 72. You must take them. So you are going to pay taxes on that, and when you do, it affects your Social Security. By comparison with the Roth IRA, guess what, Jerry? No RMDs from what I'm told. Exactly. So now you don't have to take the money out if you don't want to. But here's what's great about it. Say you get out to retirement and you find a $60,000 fifth wheel that you love. This has been your dream. You want to hook it up to your diesel truck and you want to travel the country. If you pull that $60,000 out of a Roth IRA, how much do you pay in taxes, Jerry? None. Yeah. None. There you go. You get Not to you get to go ahead and just take that little bite of uh, what you want to have in your retirement and enjoy it. And you don't have to worry too much about what Uncle Sam, but you've already paid the taxes on it. It's already said and done. Yeah, and that is that's that's why the Roth is such a powerful tool. Now, it's great. Everyone loves it. Why doesn't everybody do it? Well, first and foremost, not a lot of people know about it. And Jerry, unlike you, a lot of people really don't have access to people that can walk them through what the best option is for them. Well, I'll stop you right there because they do have access to a good friend of mine, a guy I like to work (laughs) with. They can go online to yourwfg.com. They can give us a call, 321-414-7526, or they can send us an email to info at yourwfg.com. Sorry to cut you off there, Jim. I, I was just saying, the resource is available for our listeners. It, but a lot of people just don't know that, right? They don't They don't ask these questions. And so when they get in there, all they see is, well, if I if I do a traditional, I'll save you know, 300 bucks a year in taxes. But what they don't realize is it's going to cost them $3,000 a year in taxes in retirement. Mm. So those are the things that we really need to understand. But the reason a lot of people don't go into Roth IRAs is that they just don't know about it now let's say that the people that do know about Ross they want to jump into it not everybody can get a Roth IRA Jerry can you believe that not everybody out there can have a Roth isn't that doesn't that seem well why is that why well because they say that you're trying to hide from taxes right that's the thing so they put an income limit on the Roth IRA so let me share those with everybody out there if you're a single person filing just by yourself your income limit is hundred and thirty nine thousand dollars in adjusted income if you're married it's two hundred and six thousand dollars of income and then once you're there you can't put any money into a Roth IRA Wow but there's a star there's an asterisk next to that because there are ways to do what's called the backdoor Roth okay and that allows us to go in and if you're making $250,000 a year, we can make a contribution to a traditional IRA for you, right? Take care of it. And we can immediately convert that traditional IRA to a Roth IRA. Jerry, if we do it immediately, how much money did you make in the market? Well, 
I'm not none, sure. <laughs> pretty much none, right? Because it's immediately. We're throwing it in and we're pushing a button. So there's really no taxable no no taxable hit really because you put in 2500 you took the deduction but the Roth conversion just basically means that that $2500 is now going to be taxable so ordinary income right just like it normally was now you have a Roth IRA and that's something that a lot of people are doing right now but what people need to understand is is that regardless of if you use a Roth or you use a traditional. The key here is you've got to do something. Mm. You've got to go out and you've got to do something. One of our first things that we talk about when I deal with young people is I ask them, is your employer matching your 401k contributions? Jerry, how many times have you heard me say that to people? Of course. And if they say yes, they're matching 1%, 2%, the first rule in our office is always go take the free money, right? So right. step number one, regardless of if it is traditional or Roth, you always take the match once you do that then you look and you decide am i better in a roth ira or a traditional ira so here's the way it works your company matches four percent if your company matches four percent the very first thing you do is put four percent into your account every single month and you get that match you make sure that you're getting the free dollars you don't do 5%, you don't do 10%, you only do the match right now. Then you go and you put money into either a Roth IRA for tax-free growth, or you go into a traditional IRA for tax-deferred growth. Now, right now, the limits, if you're under 50 years old, do either one of you guys know what the limits are, just out of curiosity? Under since 50 years old. I'm, I'm going to say uh, as mu how much you can put away a year. Is yep, that right? Yep. How much I think put? it's 18000 Eighteen thousand. Right? Okay, yeah, and, and that number is actually right, but not in this question. But oh, okay. I'm impressed that you even know that because <laughs> that's a slight variation of this question. Brett, what would you guess that you could put into your Roth each and every year under the age of fifty right now? Can I go prices right style and say yeah, eighteen thousand and one dollar? Okay, <laughs> so so you $1, guys, dollar, Mom. you guys are both not right. It's six thousand dollars, so it doesn't sound. Oh but wow! But listen. You're young guys, right? Think about it. Brett's getting married. Brett's having a heart attack because he has to go look at wedding venues soon. $500 a month is a lot of money right now, right? And that's what $6,000 a year is. But let's say that you can max out your Roth IRA or your traditional IRA at $6,000 a year, and you've got extra money left over. Where do we take it, guys? Where does it go back to? What do we do? Dogecoin. <laughs> we end up going to our back to our 401k or maybe our non-qualified investment. You know, believe it or not, Brett, you could be right. It could be Dogecoin. It could be stocks that you like. But the key here is, is we work hard for each and every dollar that we have, and we've got to learn how to make it work hard for us. The other thing that we really need to focus on is what happens if we're over the age of 50, because now we got to catch up. Now we haven't saved enough, right? That's kind of how the government looks at it. So they give us an incentive to go out and invest money over the age of 50, and that incentive is, is they raise the 6,000 to $7,000. And guess what, guys? They're in the process of raising that to $10,000. So that's a big benefit for those who are saving for retirement. Maybe they didn't make as much money when they were younger, and now that they have a higher salary, they can do some better preparation. You're right, but I look at it somewhat more cynically. 
maybe what they're saying is, is we're worried that this big pot of social security money that we have out here may not last forever. And we want to encourage you to mm. go out and save as much as possible. Listen, if you're listening to the show right now and you're 61 years old, you're going to get your social security. Don't even stress it. But if you're 48 like me, we have to start thinking, is it going to really be there for us? And then we move down into the 30s for you guys. What's and social guys, security? Yeah, Never heard what, of it. Exactly. And <laughs> then think about this. We move to my kids' ages, right? What are the odds? Listen, you're going to pay into something that you may never even see. Think about how insane this is. But to me, it's saying go prepare and take care of yourself. So doing that is so important regardless of if it's a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. So let me kind of sum up this crazy podcast into its simplest form. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you do Roth or traditional. This is about developing discipline. This is about doing the same thing over and over and over until you don't think about it anymore. This is how wealth is built. Regardless of if it's tax-free or tax-deferred, all of those are better choices than the third one, which is to do nothing. That's what we want you to realize. Now, we think that you should look at it and weigh the options. Does tax deferred make more sense or tax free? But the end result and the reason why we did this podcast is not to tell you which one's better, but to tell you that you got to do one of them. Mm. You've got to make a decision because understand something. Nobody with the exception of a handful of lottery winners, which none of us that are listening are probably lucky enough to ever be, none of us ever trip into wealth. We never accidentally fall into a well filled with gold bullion, okay? Instead, what we do is we don't prepare and we get out to retirement and we say things like, well, I'll always be broke, I'll never be rich, must be nice, all these things, I think each and every one of us on this show today are guilty of thinking or saying at one point or another in our lives. And that stays true until you make a decision that you've had enough and you're going to accumulate wealth. It's not difficult. It doesn't require the, the, you to go to Harvard or, or any of the other places. No, you know what you have to do? Set up a plan and follow a plan. And that's what I want to encourage each and every one of you guys to do. Today, make the decision for as little as 20, I feel like I'm a Ronco commercial right now. For as little as $25 a month, there are companies out there online that will help you set up your IRAs. There are apps out there right now that will round up your dollars and invest those into an IRA for you. But you've got to make a decision. You've got to take action. You can take action today by getting in touch with Jim Fox and the team at Wadadley Financial Group and Financial Straight Talk. You can give us a call today at 321-414-7526. That's 321-414-PLAN. We mentioned the website and the great tool Riskalyze that's available there at yourwfg.com. We talked about that earlier in the show, and we encourage you to visit the website and go through the Riskalyze process, yourwfg.com. Also, if you have any questions at all that you'd like to send to Jim as an email, you can reach out to us at info at getfst.com. Jim, we want to wish our listeners a happy Valentine's Day and hope they enjoy their afternoon and their week. But for now, you get the last word. 
Thanks so much, Jerry. Well, guys, just want to take an opportunity to say thank you for listening to the show. We know that you've got tons of options when it comes to finding a little bit more about finances, and we're honored to be one of those resources. So if there's anything we can do for you, don't hesitate. Reach out and let us know. But on behalf of myself, Mr. Brett Barney, and the rock doctor himself, Mr. Jerry Payne, I want to thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on the Financial Straight Talk. is a registered representative of World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Wadadley Financial Group is not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Wadadley Financial Group is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Fox, NPN Insurance License Number 2434449.